City Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. You can check us out for live shows at Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. And for streaming services, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and Google. Honestly, bro, just tell them all social media platforms. Save your, save your breath. If they don't know, they don't know, bro. I ain't playing that game no more. Look up oh. Keys to the City. Just type it in on Google. If you can't well, find us. Some people, might spell, some people might spell it T-O because... When well, you think of the word two, well, don't worry, we got family members who can't even spell our last name right. The K E Y S. No, yeah, we're not we're not car keys, ladies or, and gentlemen. We are K E Y E S. So, family members, if you're watching too, get our names right, please. Did you Jeez. see your snaps today? Um, yeah, those pictures. Wow, I need this, I need those. Those are old photos. It's the anniversary. That's when my hairline look at. Did you see my hairline? That's why no, I didn't. didn't the Julius Caesar look. I had the hair. The hairline was just not. Dude, that on was point. that was 07. Yikes, that was just not on point. That hairline. That was 15 years ago, bro. Uh, 16 years yep. ago, Ted. Get it right. Get it right. Get it straight. Get, get it, it right. right. So you were speaking. A- speaking of long, long droughts. Well, I guess it's another year. We always talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Well, the San Francisco 49ers are gonna have to wait one more year in trying to pursue a Super Bowl title. Since '94, by any by for all those okay, for people that are wanted to know, but yes, conference championship, and it looks like this continued postseason kind of letdown kind of postseason continued into Sunday as we had four two games for the best teams playing, but did we really get to see the four best teams at full strength playing for a chance at Glendale, Arizona? When we think about these games. Look, there's a lot of things we could talk about from Sunday. Sunday was a weird, weird day, just in general. With the the first game, really put a major damper on maybe a lot of football fans' minds. And then even the night game. And I was talking, I told you, I told Dad, I was telling Pete. I just didn't get the, I don't know, it just felt like a normal game to me. I didn't even take into consideration that was really the AFC title game. It just, I don't know, it was just an overall damper of a day to me and it feels like this playoffs in general has been a damper so we're really really hoping that in two weeks Super Bowl 57 is a lot better than the results that have been played out in this postseason well either way it'll be a lot better we can only hope we get now the two best teams all we've been hearing about is the two best teams all year who was one and two well we're gonna get to see that come next Sunday this come or two weeks I should say it's like a week and a half whatever two 13, 12 days, who cares? Still a long way off until until Super Bowl 57. But uh, let's just think about the overall takeaways. I know people are going to complain. The referees blew the car. No, no, no. Stop with the referees. Yes, they've been awful. They've been inconsistent. But the ref- refereeing in all sports has just been inconsistent. And they should be held accountable for their actions. So that's just another example of that. So when you look at that, and then we'll give out our Super Bowl 57 impressions early because we still have a whole nother week and a half to discuss. So tell when you think about how Sunday played out early at three o'clock and at six 30, what was your overall takeaways from this conference championship Sunday? Um, the two better teams won that day. Let's get that straight. The two better teams won that day, but honestly, I feel, I feel like I missed out. Like I feel like I was left out of the party, like something, Something wasn't right. And that's truly how I believe because I feel like we could have had two special games. And in the first game, unfortunately, listen, the 49ers, everyone knows the story. Purdy gets hurt, ruins his UCLL. Josh Johnson 
concussion. They're down to their seventh string quarterback. McCaffrey's going to take snaps. They bring Purdy in, which I don't, I was telling dad, I just don't understand why they at least at halftime couldn't come up with at least a wildcat offense, something basic where at least McCaffrey or the quarterback is a, is a person where he can at least run the ball. Purdy was a non-factor. So you're playing 11 on 10. At least mm-hmm. if it's 11 on 11, you could do something. It just, listen, once those two quarterbacks went down, the game was over. Eagles were, were, in the in the blocks, like they were taking off in a track meet and just everything was downhill because they didn't have to worry about any passing. Like literally it was the easiest day yeah. ever as a defensive player. And then you were literally just – it was like like the four-minute offense. You were just wearing the clock down, trying to get first downs, and for fans hoping the game ended sooner or later. Because it, honestly, after the first quarter, I'm not going to go into the what-ifs. I get it. I, I could do, We could do the what-ifs, right? We could do the Devontae Smith pass was not a completion, right? So that would have been a turnover down. If Purdy is healthy – we probably get a good game. Josh Johnson just catches the damn ball at the end of the half, and they don't mm-hmm. give up an easy seven right there. We're talking seven, seven and a half, and then who knows what plays on. But at the end of the day, the Eagles kick, bullied the bully. That's the way I looked at it. I told Dad, the 49ers have been the bully of the league for so long, and the Eagles literally bullied the bully. They literally beat them up, and that showed the frustration at the end of the game. The other thing, if we go to the second game with the Bengals Chiefs, like you said, Trev, the game was awkward, all weird. I mean, the game was just between the – I felt more intrigued by last year's game than I did this year. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs guys, a couple guys get hurt. The receivers, they're playing with third and fourth string receivers. Mahomes isn't 100%. Mahomes isn't 100%. Burrow didn't look great. The game ends with an an unfortunate penalty by a guy who played really well that game. Played really, really well. Just He just made an idiotic play. It happened. Like, we've seen it before. Guys, they just sometimes blank out in the situation. Didn't realize where he was. He said it. Didn't realize where he was. He pushed. He pushed Mahomes. If you watch the video afterwards, you see Mahomes actually trips over his own feet, which makes him fall. So does that play? It doesn't really matter. You're trying to make excuses. You just, in that sense, I was hoping that the game came down to overtime. But here's another flaw. You want to you want to blame things? Your Bengals, right? They punt the ball. You punt the ball right down the middle of the field. You mm-hmm. kick a line drive punt. You give Sky Moore an opportunity to return the punt. Like, haven't we learned this before, like in the Giants and other games? Like, Punt the ball out of bounds or, or punt it to a corner where you can kind of trap them. I just felt like that game didn't live up to the, the billing, right? You know, like you have this anticipation. It's like sometimes we, a finale of a movie, right? Like the last Michael Myers Halloween or certain other movies. When you watch Star Wars, like when people watched them and they went for them, it just never lived up to the billing. And yeah. I think we were all super excited for that game. You know, mm-hmm. you had the two best quarterbacks. You felt like you had the two best teams in the AFC. Yeah. You had the rivalry. You had the, the, the crap, to, you know, I was going to say – Whatever, you know, the everyone talking, they're junk. And unfortunately, the game never left the building. But here's the thing. The Chiefs were the better team. The Chiefs were the better team. That defensive line wrecked house all game. Chris Jones was the best defense, was the best player in that game. Mm-hmm. And then Mahomes proved to us, if he didn't prove to you before, that he is still the best quarterback in this league and maybe the and he's the best overall player in the league. He the, his statistics, when you go back and look at them. Considering he played with a high ankle sprain, considering that his two or three top receivers were out for the game, considering they could not run the ball against the Bengals, so three hundred twenty-six yards. Say that again. Still had three hundred twenty-six yards. That's the thing that, like, you just think about both of these games. It's like, yeah, what happened in the first game? You're probably, you're probably never going to see it again. Maybe I mean, realistically, to be ju- just to start off to be down your third to your third string quarterback in general is for most teams not you're not usually put in the predicament and 
Yeah, predicament that usually the 49ers have been in and to be where they were, where they were 60 minutes away from possibly playing for a Super Bowl and to really see that just the first drive of the game too. Eagles go Eagles go down, they score and then Purdy, I know they're at midfield and then he decide, and then the whole thing happens. It was literally just like that. So when you really think of these games, the 49ers played a half without a quarterback. They really just literally just ran the ball and I'm good for the Eagles because they went after a wounded animal. And they, they hunted, and they took them down. And good for them. And that's what a great team's supposed to do. Pedal to the metal. Doesn't matter what happens. They still got after him. They still got after Purdy. And Hassan Reddick has earned himself possibly a massive contract because he has been excelling. I mean, he's been unbelievable this entire signed, season. Signed, Coming only a, I think it was a one- or two-year deal. It wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. I, I have go to look, look back. I know his contract, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't long term. It was. It was a nice. It was a friendly, team friendly deal. And he came into this postseason with sixteen and a half. Now he has nineteen and a half. So this man has been literally taking over games, and he took over on Sunday. And the key part about that, they had three turnovers, and the Eagles had nothing. It wasn't pretty on both teams. Like I, I get it. Jalen Hurts has been phenomenal this entire season, but he didn't look good throwing the ball. And I get it. He's not 100% the shoulder. He's still playing, but he didn't look good throwing the ball. They ran the ball efficiently. And that was really the telling story that the ground and pound game of the Eagles offense that we already know is our, at, at best, possibly top two in the league, maybe the best in the league in running the football and controlling the time of possession and winning inside the trenches. And that's what they did again. So, Trev, when we go back, and I have the stats right here, San Reddick signed a three-year, forty-five million dollars. Okay, contract. never mind. I Eagles. thought I thought it wasn't that big. I, for, I so, thought it wasn't a big contract. So this, My but bad. this is his second year. So the coming up year will be his third potential out. So they could do a buyout. There's a two-year, three. So there they might a, want to find an extent, try to extend him to a long-term deal because, because he is most definitely deserving. Year, next year's he's got a twenty million dollar cap hit. Um, so you know yeah. if they renegotiate that. You could bring that cap hit down, and then they'll have more wiggle room going forward. But I mean, three years, forty-five million. He's lived up to the billing, and yeah. others. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he has sixteen and a half in the regular I mean, this season. Is a guy now, had a temple that they had some high hopes when he was drafted. I believe what was it, Arizona, seventeenth overall to the Cardinals, thirteenth yeah. overall. Then he went to the, then he went to Carolina. And then now for the Eagles, and he's really come into his own almost yeah. 28, 29. But, that whole, but that's a credit to the whole defense. I mean, that, that, that defensive line, line, bro. That old line. Javon Hargraves, Brandon Graham. I mean, mm-hmm. Sue's the one that knocked out Johnson. Sue they picked up like week 14. Yeah. Right? They had what they had, I believe, uh, Winville Joseph. They had yeah, another. Little, I mean, they just – they Joseph, have an overall – They had these, Josh Sweat. I mean, they had an – listen, that's why they had 70 sacks during the regular season. They yeah. Listen, they were dominant. Their offensive line, bro. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Wayne Johnson, like, hello, like even Michael Parsons said, people I don't think you understand and fathom what he's doing considering he's got a groin injury and dealing with what oh, he's, he's playing literally yeah. has shut out whoever he's faced. He hasn't given up a sack in two seasons. Hello, two yeah. seasons. Remember where he played though, Wayne Johnson. Oklahoma. There we go, first round pick. Yeah, but I mean, fourth, he was the fourth pick. It was, was actually, a, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise. People, but he was the fourth pick in the draft, fourth or fifth pick or something. Or no, was it the tenth? I think it was fourth, fifth, or tenth. Look that up when he was drafted. It's one of those numbers. <laughs> I know. Those numbers. I know it's one of those numbers. I'm telling you, he was drafted one of those numbers. Don't tell me I'm uh, I'm right, because I am right. But like I just said, like just thinking of those games coming into, I remember just getting 
pregame hyped for it because I was like, I can't wait for this game. I can't wait to see the 49ers and Eagles duke it out for a chance at an at NFC title game. And to see that how that game played out, it's very, very unfortunate for the 49ers. The 49ers are going to have to go figure – yeah, fourth, like I thought. I, yeah, that's what I said I was. It was the first prediction. You know what? He was the third offensive tackle in that draft class in 2003. Yeah, Eric Fisher and Luke Jokel went. Is that the – yeah. Good job, my man. Good job. Both guys. And look at them. Jokel's gone and uh, Eric Fisher's a free agent. So, yeah, good for the Eagles on drafting right. Howie Roseman and company. Always doing right, I guess. Yeah, that was the um, the Chiefs took Eric Fisher. Yeah, number one. Jacks and took him. And Jokel went to? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Both missed. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. And I think the third pick was like Tyson Jackson, the Chiefs. I mean, I, Tyson Jackson. I think Tyson Jackson was the third pick. That's listen, that's, that's how that's how you know that's how you know I know a good that have a good sports memory because I can remember well, that's what happens when I you, look, you look at like that classes and we talk about I can remember crap like that but to get into like just thinking about these games and just it's like really unfortunate because like, like you said Deion Jordan was Deion Jordan that's an all time bust too and they traded up they traded up to draft him so that was an all time bust I mean I mean you think about that listen to the first ten picks that's got this is gonna be one of the worst draft classes Eric Fisher one. Mm-hmm. Luke Jokel, two. Bust. bust, bust. DeAndre Jordan, or Deion, whatever, doesn't matter. Bust. Deion Jordan, bust. We know Wayne Johnson went four, so Hall He's of a Hall of Famer. Kiki yep. Ansah, bust. He was all right, but nah. Never, never lived up to the billing. Bacarius Mingo, never lived up to oh the Oh, my God. He was a bust. Cleveland. You, Jonathan Cooper, guard from North bust. didn't work out. Tavon Austin, never lived up to bust. the billing. Never lived up to, yep. Dean Milliner. For the Jets. Oh, my God, the Jets. <laughs> yep. Number 10, Chance Warmick, guard from Alabama. Uh-huh. That was out. Titans. I mean, that was another bust. Yep. Titans, and then DJ Fluker, bust. DJ bust. Hayden after that. Bust. Jets, Sheldon Richardson was good. Was all right. Stick yeah, but stuff. when you think about that, you think about that. I mean, listen, that's the class that had EJ Manuel. Yeah, that was 16, the, he was the first quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jarvis Jones, huge bust. All right, Jones. I'm not getting into. I'm not talking about Pat. Let's Giants get a, let's get over to. So we think about how. And we honestly, it's one of the worst. I'm looking at the first class. That's honestly one of the worst picks. I mean, honestly, the only the only good players in that draft class, Travis mm-hmm. Frederick, the center, who went yep. 31. He was a 31 first pick. Cordell Patterson, 29. Yep. 27, DeAndre Hopkins. And Lane that's Johnson. It. That's, that's it. it. Four that's out of it. 32. Kyle Wong went 20. No one so, else in that draft class. So five picks anything. out of thir- five out of thirty-two. Yeah. I tell you one thing: when you look at the draft classes, I know we're going to start doing that. And we're going to probably put out a mock draft probably with the end the end of the week, at least to get it because you got the Senior Bowl, you got some stuff. We'll do that. That'll be a good starting point before, with you know the Super Bowl two weeks away. But mm-hmm. I feel like now when you look at the draft classes, we have a better sense of who really is better fit for the first round. You still get your overall bust, but I feel like when you, we've looked at the last four or five draft classes. I feel like we've got a better take on, I'd say half the draft class, if not more, usually do pretty well. Another mean they're all stars, but seems like the past up- couple of drafts, the drafts have been, I mean, there's been a lot of great young talent that's come out of those drafts. You get the quarterbacks, you got the defensive studs, you get some great receivers. I mean, oh, been, I mean, the receivers the last five years have been, I mean, the future shaping up nicely for the NFL. And what else is new? The NFL is going to do great things because well, it's the NFL. They continue to, Get in the money and get great talent, and it's just happening in the draft. And good, I mean, these two teams. We'll talk about it. They, you look at the path that these two teams, these franchises, have gotten to this point. It all the way starts. I sent you that thing. It starts all the way back in yeah, 2013. 
yeah. Well, we'll talk about it because there's going to be a lot but no, more. No, but that plays a major factor why these teams are successful. And here's the other thing. You think about the Chiefs in that game. You said, you know, some of the takeaways. The Chiefs had two of their key players, Willie Gay and uh, Ward, the cornerback. Kadarius so Tony was out, Ju- uh, Juju Smith, and um, Hardman were out too. But what I'm saying is you had rookies like Sky Moore, Trent McDuffie, guys that were big Stepping participants up. on that defense for the Chiefs were key. Now for the Eagles – Listen, there really wasn't. There's not really many rookies on that. There's no. I mean, that's a veteran-laden, dominant team. I mean, their offensive line has all been there multiple years. Dallas Goddard. I mean, there are guys like Jalen Hurts or Devontae Smith. Everyone the most recent is- offensive lineman is probably Landon Dickerson or uh, Jordan Mulata, who's they haven't been really on the team for long, but those guys have been, already Smith. have made I mean, we'll a huge we'll impact. That. That's got to be the one of the most stacked teams I've seen in the oh, last. I guess couple the, so. I guess the Super Bowl has been made. No, I'm just saying. I know. I'm kidding around. Listen, I'll tell you this, though. Jalen Hurts better be healthy because if he plays anything like he did against Sunday against the 49ers, Chiefs are winning the game. He's got it because he was not not good at all. Let's get into it. We're not making predictions. We're not making predictions because we're still about 12 days away from Super Bowl 57. We're giving just impressions, our early 50, as everybody else is doing, our Super Bowl 57 impressions. When you think of this game, a lot of great storylines. You get the brothers. I mean, there's no brother better brother combo other than the Keys brothers and the Kelsey brothers because they start with K.E. Uh, did you even notice that? Everything else is different. It's just there's so if no. We, if we were ranking, hey, if we were ranking brothers. Oh, me and you are number or number oh, one. Hold on. I'm just. This is off the top. Here's your top three that came to my head already. Gronk, Bosa. Bosa. You, got the, you got the Bosa brothers. Watts. You got the Watt brothers. Mm-hmm. You got the Kelsey brothers. That's it. You said and three. Then, there's probably another brothers I know. Yeah, the Keys brothers. Ain't nobody better better than Keys brothers, other than Kelsey Kelsey brothers. brothers. As as Travis Kelsey said, "Oh, did you even know his initials? Travis Kelsey, TK." You know, you know, Jason Kelsey's JK. See, I'm telling you, you got you got T Keys, you got John Keys. What did everybody hear that? It's like Cosmo Kramer. It's like the breaking news. His name is Cosmo. Oh, his name was CK. Wow. Amazing. A lot of key, a lot of K's. A lot of K's involved. But yes, you get the brothers playing against one another. So Mama Kelsey, Papa Kelsey, somebody's gonna be happy no matter what because somebody's winning a title and somebody's losing. So the Kelsey house is good. All good. You're gonna have two Hall of Famers. I mean, come on. Then you get Andy Reid against then you get Andy Reid against his former team. Then you're gonna have the two MVP favorites duking it out, battling out. For a Super Bowl title, I mean, what else can you ask for in this game? You get the two top teams. If you looked at the power rankings most of the year, with the exception of maybe Cincinnati or Buffalo, these were always the top two teams coming into postseason and for majority of the year. Now we're going to get a chance at the two one seeds battling it out. And my honest take, my first take when I was watching Sunday's games, I told this to you. I told this to dad and I told this to Pete. I was like, I sat there and I'm like, I didn't really feel confident at either one. No, no taking away from Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes and that that trio, I should say, of Travis Kelsey too. Maybe they're the new Patriots of Brady, Gronk, and Belichick when you think about it. But when I really looked at that game, I was like, I don't see how either one of the AFC teams can beat well, that the Eagles won. I didn't see either one of those teams doing it because Cincinnati had the problems in the offensive line, the injuries, and you already saw he got sacked five times against that Chiefs defense. Now the Ch- Chiefs 
ranked second in sacks this year, 55 sacks. But when you look at that Philly defense, they're ferocious, they are fast, and they get after you in a heartbeat. And you went against one of the better offensive lines in all of the NFL. Now, I know the Chiefs have a great offensive line too. So to me, that's the big thing. But if Mahomes isn't healthy, 100% healthy, if Kelsey's dealing with injuries, if they don't get back Juju, if they don't get back Tony, they don't get back these players that have been huge, impactful players for this team, I don't really see how this Eagles team loses. But that's my first initial takeaway from watching Sunday's game and right now is that I don't know. I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes is greatness. You can never count him out. It's like the Brady factor. I get it. But that Eagles team, man, they don't really have a weakness. And, Ted, you said it best, too. Jalen Hurts, you're going to have to throw for more than 121 yards. He was sloppy. You he did not look good. His, his, deep, his deep ball accuracy was not on point. He had AJ. They could have won that game by another t- – they could have scored another 14 points if they wanted to. He missed AJ Brown by 20 yards, it seemed like. I don't understand why he was in the game late in the game running the football. They were running the football with Jalen Hurts. Like, literally, quarterback runs. Why was he running the football when you knew the 49ers had no chance of coming back? Yeah. He, he was banged up. So he – and listen, I don't think he's going to be – he's not going to be 100% like it. But he better be much – he better be healthier or be much better because if he plays like this in the Super Bowl, they will not win. He's going to have to make some plays with his arm. I get it. They're going to run the football. It's going to be impossible. How are the Chiefs – that's the thing. How are the Chiefs – because Chris Jones is – Awesome. He's just a great football player. He's going to have to be like Aaron Donald. But how do the Chiefs stop that running attack? Because the 49ers didn't have no answer. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at the 49ers defense, all we talked about this year is that's the best they got, defense They in got football. pushed around. They did. That defense line got pushed around. They did have stops at times. They played them well. They played but them I, also well. Think, I also think late in the game, the way that game went, once Purdy went down, I think – you just start taking chances. You just you just do whatever you can. You start blitzing gaps. You start taking chances defensively to try to make a play. And I just think it ended up biting them in the ass because there was nothing they do. They knew that they had to play flawless. They knew they had to make some plays on defense. That's why they went for the block punt. That's why they guessed on a couple plays, and they just didn't pan. It just didn't pan out. I mean, there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah. So my early impressions. Well, Eagles. Welcome to face the best offensive team that you faced all season. Because this is the best team you'll face all season. You have not faced a quarterback like this all season. You've had the easiest schedule. You've had two easy, which is nothing wrong with that. You've had two good warm-up games to get to the Super Bowl, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You're And you're healthy too. Hurts has got to play much better. And then Mahomes is going to have to be superhuman. He's going to have to be close to 100%, and he's going to have to make plays. He's going to have to be extraordinary. He's going to have to make those Do you know plays. what I felt like this game when I first started? Hey, listen, about- my impressions, you're like, hey, Ted, if you're giving it, not a prediction, but I think the Eagles are the better team. But I also say, though, we know that doesn't always – because here's the other thing. the, the, the This Chiefs team has been here before. I believe this is their third Super Bowl in four years. Yeah. So they know what to expect. Will the Eagles, all the Eagles players and and Hurts and the coaching staff be able to handle the pressure? Because I think there is significant pressure on Andy Reid, too, to win this. Because this would be, he'd be one and three in the Super Bowl or one and four, right? Mm-hmm. One in the Eagles, 
one, two, three. So was this Ford Super Bowl? He'd be one and, be one and three. One and three, right? And then you look at it from, from another story, and this is how people think. You got fired from the Eagles. The Eagles went on to win two Super Bowls while you were gone. Mm. And win it with and they had great Eagles teams, we know, back in the day. Yeah, and won it with two different quarterbacks. Won a backup and won a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts. So it should be a phenomenal game. I'm hoping it should be a phenomenal game. Um, well, you're hoping both well. teams are healthy and ready to go. Um, early impressions, the Eagles should be the favorite. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give any predictions. I'm just no, thinking early early overall impressions. I'm surprised that the the game line is not higher for the Eagles. I'm surprised as it was that's, only that's a respect for Mahomes. Yeah, I give that. That's a respect to Andy Reid, Mahomes, and that franchise. I get it, but realistically, I'm surprised that it wasn't like two, pa- two passionate fan bases. Four and a half. Four. I thought it would be closer to like a four and a half. I five thought three. I thought three and a half. I mean, when you think about it, it's very simple. The way this game is going to be played out, and the winner is going to be whoever can win in the trenches. I know it's so cliche and so boring of an answer, but when you really look at that offensive line of the Eagles, they just ground and pound you for well, nonstop. Well, he- and they know. And, and and the thing is, the teams know that it's coming, and they still have no answer for it so for chris jones and company now chris jones is an incredible player incredible talent but that chief's defensive line is going to have to get somehow and that's why i think the big i think the x factor of this entire game is not a player i think you know where i'm going with this it's our guy spags it's steve spagnola and we've seen spags in the super bowl before You've seen them with the Giants. Yeah, seen the with the Chiefs. It might not how make it, be, it might not make a difference. It might not how is he going to have to at least just I'm not saying to stop it because you just really can't stop a machine like this. It's more of the fact that how do you just slow it down? How do you get it off the field to get back 15 back on the field? How do you do that? That's all you got to really answer. Because You're I, not going to be able to slow, stop them, just slow them down. Yeah, I mean because I think if we did a breakdown by, you know, and we're going. I mean, we're going to talk a hell of a lot more about this. Because when you start doing a breakdown of position group, you would give the favorites, the Eagles, to almost everything except for coaching and quarterback. Well, it's to Run it, I mean, I mean, the Eagles. Eagles this Chiefs has a, this Chiefs team is a very good offensive Eagles, line. Eagles better yes. running backs. Eagles better offensive. I think line. Isaiah Pacheco needs to be included heavily Miles, into this game. Yeah, but Miles Sanders, Kenneth Cainwell, Wilson Scott, Austin and don't Brown. forget about their quarterback. Yeah, but he's not. So I'm not putting him in the running backs. I get it. And you talk Eagles offensive line. Their offensive line. Listen, and this is not a knock. Did you know I the Chiefs mean, were rated number one in pass block uh, rate this year? Well, get ready to, PFF? to block the best pass rush in football. They got a good offensive line. Oh, I no, sh- Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey, Trey Smith. Smith. Orlando Kyle, Brown? Kyle Wiley is the Kyle only Wiley? one oh, that's going to be. Yeah, they have yeah to- that's going to be a phenomenal matchup. But I'll give the offensive line edge. Because of the run and pass block into the Eagles, mm-hmm. the weapons I'll give to the Eagles over the over the Chiefs with AJ Brown, Goddard, Devontae Smith. I'll give those weapons over what Travis Kelsey, what Juju. I mean, Kelsey's the best weapon out of all yeah. of them, but. but but when you look at the group, then you go D line. Eagles have a better D line. Yeah. Linebackers, honestly, I maybe give it to the Chiefs. I don't really know. It's secondary go, and then the secondary goes to the Eagles. Yeah. Now, special, special teams, teams, probably to the Chiefs. Uh, but Jake Elliott is no bum, bro. Yeah, Jake Elliott is no bum. And Butker, 
goes through these stretches of time where he misses extra points. He's got a cannon for a leg. But so, and then, but you give the coach and the quarterback edge to the Chiefs. Listen, the intangibles, maybe the Chiefs because they've been there. Either way, it should be a great, phenomenal Super Bowl. I think we got the two best teams. And it's in a right? dome. So yeah. there's not going to be no weather. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be the last time we actually saw a Super Bowl in Arizona. There was a guy named Russell Wilson. That really? That, that oh. was the last time. Yeah. There was a guy named Russell Wilson that decided to go for, decided to run, uh, throw the ball at the one yard line instead of giving it to beast mode. Well, that's not his fault. So if we've seen the past two Super Bowls in Arizona, maybe it's shaping up to be a classic because the past two were all time classics. Patriots, Seahawks, Giants, Patriots. Maybe it could be a a finale to end on a high note. But like, there's like, there's so many questions. There's so many X factors. So many storylines going into this game. I mean, it's great to see they get to see the two number one seeds. But like, I don't know if I get this vibe that it could be like Tampa, Kansas City all over again. No. I don't, I don't no. know. I don't now I know, I know Kansas City's offensive line is a hell of a lot better than what it was at that oh, game. Ball game, bro. It's gonna be a different ball game. I hope so because this hey, this Eagles team, big question marks. In well, the here's sense the other of, thing. I'm talking the 49ers defense was unbelievable, and the Chiefs put up like 40 points on them. Remember that in in 40 in San Francisco. Sorry, they, in, if, San if the Eagles are but but the Eagles' strength is running the football. When okay. running the football got, means you keep the quarterback and the offense off well, I'm the field. Talking, yeah, but who, who's the best quarterback the Eagles have faced all year? Dak. I don't know. No one. I really haven't. David. I mean, hey, I, I get it. Everybody said the Phillies are a good team. Of course but they are. Look, they play. Look, you play who's on your schedule and you can only do it. And guess what? They've dominated nearly all of their opponents. So good for them. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking them. But when you play, but you are right, Ted. You are playing against the best in the game. You are playing Tom Brady. You're playing LeBron James. You're playing Patrick Mahomes. You are playing the best in the game. The guy that's been there three times has just does everything. It seems like, like anything we've ever seen, unlike anybody we've ever seen play the position. And then you get to go against the Hall of Famer, Andy Reid. Yeah. Who, who? Okay. So the best quarterback they played did, it was Aaron Rodgers, and they won forty to thirty-three. Yeah, and, and Aaron Rodgers had had some um, success in that game. The Lions was a tight game, first game of the season, 38-35. No, but think fight. about it. Aaron Rodgers, I know that that time they were four, they ended up becoming four, they were four and eight. But Aaron Rodgers had got some movement, was able to move the ball on this team. They like to run the football. The Chiefs have to run the football in this game. They cannot be pass happy, pass heavy, too. I get it that when you have Patrick Mahomes, you can do anything you want but you are going to have to establish some sort of running game and to try to balance that passing attack. So you're going to have to get involved, Isaiah Pacheco, number 10. No, not Tyreek Hill, Isaiah Pacheco. Because when that man gets the ball, that's an animal running the ball. That's a man on a mission, and he'll come punch you in the mouth. Get him the ball because he is a playmaker for that team. Got to get him involved. We'll see what happens. A lot of injuries. Hopefully that these two teams are both as healthy as they're going to be come Sunday. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, both dealing with serious injuries. We'll see if they're both 100%. See if Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman, 
Lane Johnson, just guys that have been dealing with injuries. Hopefully all these guys are healthy. I don't see anybody missing this game. It's Super Bowl 57. Most players will never get the opportunity again to play in it. It sucks that football's coming to an end. It's final. It's literally down to the final game. Should be fun. We're all going to be together, bro. We're all going to be together. It's like we never missed a beat. Nope. But there's a lot to talk about. LeBron James is only 117 or 114 points 17. away from breaking the all-time scoring record. We had a huge debate about that. Oh, he's the Knicks tonight. Oh, he has great success against them. I think he's going to break it by next week. So you can have a week of Super Bowl coverage and LeBron James becoming the all-time leading scorer. Nick and why Wright. Trev still – well, And still why – yeah, Nick Wright's fantasy. Well, <laughs> well, Trev is still siding with Jordan, as are many people in the world. Can't go against the GOAT. He ain't my GOAT. Well, we could say all about the he ain't my president. He ain't this or that. He ain't my GOAT. Oh, I'm staying to that. I stand that. Sorry, bro. I know you're a LeBron guy, but. No, I'm not a LeBron guy. Yes, you are. Dude, you are I've such always, a LeBron guy. I've always been a Jordan guy. Go look at all the. What jerseys? Go do look I at have? what do you want. Yeah. Jordan jerseys. Don't LeBron jerseys. You love LeBron. You love LeBron more than Kobe, too. Damn shit. No, I don't love him more. I just think he's a better player. No, he's not. We'll get into this another time. Yes, definitely. We'll more. get into this next week if he breaks the record. We could just start talking about it this week if we wanted to, because he is going to break the record. I mean, it's an all, it's only an shatter the record. This is going to be the Tom Brady effect. Oh, congratulations! Two guys Too bad. that are on the most in twenty. Too bad Tom Brady has seven rings and has a reason to be called to go, and not four rings and has lost. They best, six they're, the of them. Be, they're the two best players ever. No, they're not. Two. Brady Brady is the greatest quarterback. LT is the greatest football player. LeBron's the best basketball player ever. No, Jordan is. Then when Col- he has 45,000 points when he's like top scorer. I don't care. And he's only going to have four rings? I don't care. He might win another one. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> he ain't winning enough. He's playing for three even more years. Even you or no, it's not even true. He's playing for three more years. He's having 40 points a game, bro, at 38. What's the say? I'm he's not at- saying he's – I get it. He's incredible. Brady just, Brady just broke the passing yard. Attempts and completions again in the season. It broke well, his own only wait, uh, LeBron's only waiting for his son. That's the reason why Brady's he's going to play for the Raiders. next year. Brady's going to the 49ers. And LeBron's. Where's LeBron, LeBron going? LeBron's going to stay in the Lakers. He's staying they're with gonna, the Lakers. They're going to make a big move. Okay. Go trade Anthony LeBron. Davis. Go trade Anthony Davis. There's a reason. LeBron's I think we're going to have to start talking. We're going to start talking some NBA because the NBA is starting to heat up. We're getting close to the uh, All Star game. So, you see what the All Star. Do you see how they're doing the All Star teams? Yeah, excited for that. I think it's cool for that. That's so cool. we're going to have to do our draft again. We're going to have to do our annual NBA draft that everybody loves always picking Ted's team over mine. Well, because you always get the first pick. Yeah, you always get the first pick. So you're going to have team I'm LeBron. Like LeBron. I'm undefeated in the All-Star. So game. I'll either get Giannis or LeBron. I guess I have a shot this year, right? You got a shot. <laughs> you know who I'm taking first. You already know who I'm taking first. Kobe's not playing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's actually a a Kobe disciple. He is. He is my guy, JT. I'm taking Jason Tatum first pick, so just know it. Unless you're taking so, unless you're taking him. All right. Don't don't take don't take Jason. Don't take. I know. If you take Tatum, I'll be pissed. I know he's taking. He's gonna take Luca. He's gonna take Luca. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back at the end of the week talking more Super Bowl Fifty Seven coverage. And like I said, maybe we'll even throw in some NBA because. Maybe we could talk some LeBron. And we're going to try to get some guests now. We're going to try to get the Joseph Aguirre back, Nolan Rich. Maybe try to get Patrick Clapp and the big old Kanish to talk some 
Super Bowl 57. I want to get some people. He's going on vacation next week, too. Who? Everyone is. Who's going on vacation? Frank, Charles, Pat. I only want Pat. I only want Pat and Chaz. Pat's going. Pat's going to St. Louis. Is he? Yeah. Maybe we'll get him on Friday. Maybe we'll try to get him on Friday or Saturday. One of these shows. Like this, I want to get some people's. I want to see what people say. He's He's a big Philly guy right now. So. Well, he has no team, so he's just only going with the favorites. Whatever wins the money. Typical Mister Patrick O'Clap. Whatever wins the money. Yeah. Ride with fifteen homies. Patrick Mahomes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are keys to the city. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.